0: This week's Wine Fellers is brought to you by the National Alliance of Wine Growers and Distributors. Have you had your two glasses of wine today? The Stool Stool, improving your bathroom posture since 2015. The Stool Stool, we're number two. And River of Life Lutheran Church, Sunday services come once a week. How often do you
1: Welcome to this week's episode of The Wine Fellers, right here on WHUPLP, Hillsboro, North Carolina. I'm Joe, co-founder of TrueBottle.com, your professional source for wine auction prices, and my good feller Mark here, fine wine auction director with Leland Little Auctions, and
2: together. We are the wine feller
1: most astonishingly utopian episode of the wine fellers to date we will host our inaugural and maybe only wine pairing event just for children is this legal mark of course it is because we wrote a disclaimer i'm told during the second half of the show we will be joined by our good friend chef paul He's been vacationing in beautiful Butner, North Carolina, but now he's back in the studio, tempting us with Brandy, Bratwurst, and Braun Schweiger. All of this on this week's episode of the Weinfellers. But first, I'm happy to say, it's a Feller Super Spectacular Mailbag! Welcome.
2: You've got mail. So
3: what you what you what you got? I got mail. So what you what you what you got? that got mail.
4: So what you what you what you got? We got mail. Mail, 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 mail,
2: mail, 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 mail. You got mail. Mail. Mail.
1: I think we have mail. Do we have mail, Mark? <laughs> I, I am so glad we have a mailbag segment this week because we got to play the song and hear your impressive. Would we call them vocalizations on that song?
4: I don't know what we call it, but um, I think the, I think the intro goes just like uh, thirty seconds, a little too long. We might shorten it, but uh, so far we haven't. But I think it's uh, it's a great intro, nonetheless. I think
1: it's brilliant. But it's good to see you, Joe. Mark, it's great to see you as well. Every Monday, I look forward to this, and uh, and you write every morning, uh, every Monday, that we're about to have the best show ever. But we really are this time. I think so. I
4: mean, this time we not only have one wine pairing with food we have two <laughs> wine pairing with foods with two special groups of people coming on it's amazing
1: oh yeah so there's not a lot of time mark so i want to jump right into the mail let's get to the mail okay this past friday we received a nice email from patty oh and mark by the way we are getting Huge numbers of hits we on are. iTunes and our streaming uh, web, the winefellers.com. We're really excited
4: about it. Thanks for everyone for listening. And we're
1: just so psyched about it. And so we're just trying to put on better and better shows every week. This is the best one yet. And so for for all of our fans out there, keep the letters coming in. We won't get to them every week, but we'll work them in as soon as we can. So what we got? So Patty, who works at the CDC in Atlanta, she writes. Mm-hmm. Uh, loved the song salmonella heidelberg you know the song i know the song yes but why on earth did you write it and can we use it as our theme theme song i guess she's she's in some sort of division there that deals with these sorts of um uh, food food issues right She, she goes on to mention that she She heard about the song from a colleague at the FDA. They heard about it while attending the International Association for Food Protection Seminars. Yeah, we're big there. Huge. (laughs) And so Mark and I are finally realizing that we have an entire segment of the population, like the two or 300 people. In the U.S., right? That work in the Salmonella division at the CDC. Well,
4: so I guess we're big with them, but so the, the background is we uh, yeah, wrote, what, We wrote explain, a song. Called, explain it. We wrote a song called uh, Salmonella Heidelberg, which you'll hear shortly, and uh, <laughs> and I it, it just so happens that Sam, Salmonella Heidelberg Heidelberg is the most virulent strain of Salmonella, and it makes my is also my favorite disease. And that uh, is
1: so strange. Mark. And
4: my wife and I actually bought some chickens. We have some backyard chickens we have, and uh, <laughs> I actually named one of my chickens uh, Salmonella Heidelberg. And I wrote the song after her and after the disease. I just, you know, I just, you have to write about things that you're passionate about. And that's what I wrote a song about. And so, uh, and that's how that song came about.
1: Tell me this. Uh, When you, you went out and bought some chickens. Some little baby chicks. Yeah. Did you know you would name them, one of them. Salmonella, Salmonella Heidelberg from no, the beginning?
4: No, you just kind of think you have to look at the chick and say, like, you know, <laughs> this chick looks like a Salmonella Heidelberg. This chick looks like a giblet. You just have to, it just what come, come comes to your mind. So.
1: This one's going to be turned into Chicken McNuggets. This one, I'm going to die after eating its eggs and, no, and our, getting
4: Salmonella. Our chickens will never be turned into Chicken uh, McNuggets. They will always be... Free range.
1: Free range in our... Free free range and free to give you Salmonella Heidelberg. What is... What is the difference between Salmonella, which we've all heard of, yes. and Salmonella Heidelberg. So, right. Are they the same thing or two different things? Well,
4: Salmonella is, uh, is it's an umbrella term, and, and there's different strains of Salmonella, and Salmonella Heidelberg is the worst kind, Ooh. and that's the kind that gets you really sick and that, that can close down <laughs> poultry factories and things like that. So
1: I don't understand, uh, if, if you bought a cow, yeah. would you name it like Mad Mad
4: Cow? Well, you have to look at the cow. I mean, it's a cow by cow basis, and if it looks like a mad cow, that's what you name it. But I think we should uh, should we play the song for our, for our peoples? Yeah,
1: but but I, I want I want to go over one thing first. Mark, if if you're you, for all of our listeners right now, Mark n- can never wait to get on to the songs of the show. Oh, I and know, we've got we've got one coming up. But Mark, you embarked on a construction project for the for the chickens recently. I did, and and it 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 took you out of work for almost the entire week. how? What were you building, and how did it turn yeah, out? Yeah, so
4: I've never actually const- made any kind of construction <laughs> in my life. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm more of a uh, paper and pencil kind of guy. And, uh, yeah. I'm I, Like on the planning stages. Right. So yeah. I, I, I said I was going to make a chicken run, and, uh, you know, uh, 300 hours later, <laughs> I constructed a chicken run. And, uh, you know, I, I, it's, it's held up so far. Uh, you know, we haven't had any strong windstorms yet, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know our, our chickens are worth it.
1: Absolutely, especially with the name Salmonella Heidelberg. Now, I I desperately want to get onto the song, but in the effort in the effort of really pleasing the customers here, the listeners. Yes. Uh, I have to. I, I I know this about you and your chickens. Yes. Right? You not only have have named them. Uh, after famous diseases, things mm. you love, and built a run for them. Yeah. But you sent me a picture the other day of something you bought off of Amazon for these chickens. Oh,
4: chicken diapers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, really. And this is a, this is a good this is a good informational for people out there. You bought chicken diapers you for your chickens. Listen, you don't want to bring your diapers inside your house without chicken diapers, and that's you don't want to bring your chickens in the house. Uh, right, the chickens' in the house. You don't want to bring your diapers in the house without, without chickens th- in it. Chicken. <laughs> that's true too. And no, that, I mean, this is like kind of a, a more you know segment. And I think that this is <laughs> we
1: could you know the mailbag all of a sudden has turned into a chicken uh, bag. Yes. Oh well, right. yeah. We're going to start look, a new Let's show. get on with uh, look Mark, I love you. I love that you built the chicken run and have chicken divers. We have to come back to this. We will. W- will we? Yes. Awesome. It's crazy kids corner. Come on, kids, and let's get cr- good. <laughs> not an actual crazy kids corner. The Wine Fellers, WHUP, and its affiliates neither condone nor promote the actual consumption of alcoholic beverages for anyone under the legal drinking age set forth by their respective municipalities, counties, states, or federal governing bodies. If you or someone you know is experiencing a drinking problem, please contact the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration National Helpline. This free confidential 24 7 365 day a year service is provided to individuals and families facing substance abuse disorders. Visit SAMHSA.gov or call one 800 662 help That's 1-800-662-4357. For more information, this organization is not affiliated with Wine Fellers.
4: I'm so excited <laughs> (laughs) our first crazy kids corner this is uh it's not our first crazy kids corner it's
1: not we've i've i've heard that song on the air before mark i would never forget i can't unhear that song
4: well i think it's the first time we've actually had kids on our crazy kids corner
1: yeah now that's probably true (laughs) yes what are we what are we doing today so we got two kids in the studio how did this happen mark
4: right so uh, i think you know a lot of people out there might be listening and they think well, kids and wine, do they go together? Of course they do. Oh, geez, Mark. And, and uh,
1: Look, already the phone is lighting don't
4: up. Don't answer the phones. <laughs> okay, so what we're trying to do at the Wine fellers is we're trying to be educational, and we're trying to teach fundamental wine appreciation, tasting, and pairing. And, you know, that happens. Uh, when we do that, the best time of your life to learn that is when you're younger. And well, you
1: can, yes we know this from uh you know uh so i've got some uh young kids in the house okay or children of my own you got it and you have to introduce them to uh different foods at an early age like my youngest daughter two years old loves jalapenos exactly you know what i'm saying but if you wait until uh-huh. they're older that's right you may, you may lose lose them
4: it's much easier to learn the clarinet also when you're age five as opposed to age 25. sure so like any good
1: endeavor Drinking wine should be treated the same way. Exactly. Okay. You want
4: people to appreciate wine and appreciate wine pairing and appreciate the taste of wine, how different wines will go with different foods. Now, I think in America we have some kind of law that says that we're not supposed to serve wine to children. Kids can drink wine if their parents are there. Uh, and I'm pretty sure they can't. Yeah, dude. You go to a dinner party with your kids? Mm, yeah, I think it's under the table.
1: I don't know. Well, under, of course. It's not like we're going into a... Uh, you know, an ABC store and, you know, sending them in to buy it, um, it's fine. My dad's in the car. Yeah, that's okay. bad we can't Look, do that. Mark. So, that, that
4: but so, so, yes, but we're not doing that, are we, Joe? We are not
1: serving wine today. No. We, we, uh, it, there's an ulterior motive here, Mark. That's right. Okay. Um, we, as many of you have, have known, we have the Winery 51 uh, Secret Labs, mm. okay? Uh, it's right next to Area 51, we set up a nice little uh, grove of, of wine vines there. They all died. It's in the middle of the desert. Yeah. But, um, but we have a warehouse there now where we conduct all of our special experiments, such as the sow suit, if you haven't seen it, go online, and the, the, the uh, um, car crash flask. Yeah. So the latest idea out of the Winery 51 Labs is basically uh, Winefeller's boxed Lunchables. Essentially that's right now Lunchables as we know is a trademark term So but what we're talking about here is sending kids off to school not with just something good to eat But something good to drink as a whole a pairing of as you were about to say the fruit juices we have here today, Mm -hmm. and certain foods. Mm -hmm. Now, we've invited uh, these two young men, Will and Victor, onto the uh, show today.
4: Hi, Will and Victor.
1: Hey, guys. Uh, You guys doing all right today? Yes. All right. Fantastic. Now, we've got you here not only to get your opinions about how fruit juices pair with these foods, but also we want to know which ones you think are the best, because Those are the ones we're going to bring to market in our product. I think we're calling it at the moment Snacktaculars.
4: Yes, Snacktaculars.
1: Snacktaculars, which will be basically a boxed wine or fruit juice with just a food hot glued to the side of it.
4: What every kid needs to grow.
1: All right. So, Mark, why don't you introduce the two young gentlemen on the show today? We
4: have two fine young men on the show today. Our first guest is Will. Age nine. Hey, Will. How you doing today? Um, I'm good. Good. I'm glad you're on the show. And are you? Uh, are you a fan of uh, juice and food? Yeah. That's I, uh, we're I gonna get like along. Yeah. Food. You eat a lot of food. Yeah. I like What's your food. favorite food? Would you say?
5: Um, I like chicken wings.
4: Ah. Oh yeah. He's a good man. And then we also have Victor, age twelve. Hey, Victor. Hey. And what kind of food are you eating when you're not uh, eating? Drinking fruit juice and eating other things. Maybe he doesn't
5: even drink fruit
4: juice, Mark. Oh, well, what food do you like to eat?
5: Um, I like, um... Country fried chicken.
4: That's know. awesome. Oh, that's delicious. So the, so, so the bad news was that we don't really have any of that today. <laughs> but <laughs> but we have uh, great Mark. Yeah, sell them on it. But, sell uh, but we're going to be tra- we're going to be pairing some nice juices with some great food, and we want to get your honest input. So really tell us what you think. Uh, if this is something we should bring to market, if this is something you don't like, do like. This is really you know we we want to learn.
1: Now now we've got we've got four uh, four different flavors of high sea basically. And four different uh, types of food to try on crackers. Kind of like you'd find in a lunchable setup. Mm -hmm. Now, but before we get into that, um, we were talking a little bit about your favorite foods. Um, Now, you guys, we were talking before the segment, and you also bring your lunches to school. You bring a packed lunch.
5: Yeah, I bring a packed lunch.
1: What? Uh, Victor, let's start with you. What's a typical packed
4: lunch?
5: Um, sandwich with um, vegetables with it, and probably like a water bottle.
4: Nice. So you, so you, so you pair it with water.
5: Yes.
1: <laughs> Mark, that's a healthy thing to do. Ugh. This fruit juice is horrible. Water. Oh, Mark. <laughs> oh my gosh. Will Will, when you when you uh bring your lunch to school, what what are you typically? Yeah, what do you bring? In what bag? do you
4: bring to uh, school?
5: Um, I usually bring a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with fruits and vegetables, and maybe like a cookie.
4: That's pretty healthy. Now, what are you what are you pairing it with, uh, drink wise?
5: Um, I just drink water. <sighs> Man, Man. What's that yeah. with kids healthy kids <laughs> these days.
4: <laughs> we don't
1: stand a chance, Mark. When I
4: when I went to school, there was like five Coke machines, like you know, <laughs> next to the uh, lunchroom.
1: People asked me what I bought for lunch, and it was a Coca Cola and a bag a bag of Andy's hot fries. Out of the vending machine. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. All right. Yeah. All right. So, Mark, what is the first juice and uh, mystery food at the moment that we are pairing? So
4: the first juice we're going to pair with our food is orange lava burst. Now, orange lava burst is a special flavor of high C, and uh, and high C has real fruit juice in it. I think uh, upwards of ten uh, percent, maybe. <laughs> and uh, and what it doesn't have, it makes
1: up for in sugar.
4: That's right. So what we're going to do is we're going to pair it with food. And uh, uh, our we've s- actually
1: got our, our beautiful producer in the studio uh, today.
4: Our Jennifer, our lovely assistant is is yep. as, as, is bringing food to our to our young guests. Uh, so so will
1: uh, oh, and, and she's going to bring us some. We're not just going to make oh, them eat, e- eat the snackables on their own.
4: So Will and Victor and Joe, uh, let's all try. Wait, a- wait. Oh, do
1: we drink the wine first or just eat this thing that's on a cracker?
2: <laughs> I want
1: to. I want to save a minute. These, so everything has gone well. Yes, f- and up until the point these things were placed before the children. Oh, I- and me.
4: Don't scare the children. This is fine. So we're <laughs> gonna, what we're going to do is uh, well I'm
1: expressing my own feelings. Okay.
4: First, try a little bit of your orange lava burst and see how it tastes. All right. Swirl that around. Right. Mmm. Uh-huh. Mm. Mm. Well, that is just sweet as can be. Yeah. That, that that's really nice. I, I like that. Uh huh. And so we're going to do oh that. Oh my
1: gosh, Mark. That's. It, wait a minute. So
4: d- so you know. And so what we do is we swirl it around. This is
1: quite warm, Mark.
4: And do you, and you smell your glass. Can you smell the orange in your glass?
5: yes yeah i can smell it
1: it's almost overpowering
4: you guys uh it smells pretty good doesn't it <laughs> mm-hmm. yes so what we're gonna do is we tried it and we had that nice orange zesty smell for high sea.
1: I get, and that. Now I get that
4: now we're gonna try our food so we, it's on a cracker <laughs> we're gonna eat this
1: i'm gonna take a little bite here mark
4: mm. okay hmm. and then try a little bit of your uh orange lava brush again
1: interesting that's interesting i don't even know what this is
4: so but it's not bad i mean to me so first of all does the food and the and does the orange lava burst and the food do you think it goes together no. you think it's it does not <laughs> no not really no tell really. us <laughs> give us your thoughts gentlemen well, yes
5: um i think both of them are good i just don't think that the tracker really goes with the um orange taste of the drink very
4: good that's, that's a very insightful comment right there, That's a very right insightful there, comment, and that's something that as you grow and you uh, pair wines with food, I mean, that is something that will uh, you'll be able to put good use to. Victor, what do you think?
5: I think it's just not a good combination with the salty cracker with something sugary.
4: Right and, and I, I think you're right so it's the yeah the, the food is a little bit salty and i think it overpowers the sweetness of the juice so i think we just learned something very important uh, about pairing yeah the unfortunate thing mark is all the food today comes on crackers well i mean we have to make it simple <laughs> so today we've we've paired uh, this is a an orange lava burst pairing with pork liver pate liver
1: pate on that cracker yes interesting
4: so, oh, well, yes. Well, wait, 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 wait. For the future ones, Victor, if you Victor. can guess it, then that's fine. You have had liver pate before?
5: Well, His, probably not liver pate, but probably like duck pate.
4: Yes. Oh, absolutely. a little fancy, the duck pate. Well, we're a little bit, you know, money short at <laughs> the wine feller, so we have to stick with the pork, uh, pork pate. But, uh,
1: but I'm impressed. Uh, now, uh, Will, have you had, had something like this
4: before that, that tastes similar?
5: Um, I don't think so, no.
4: All right, so this is all kind of new territory. Though. Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. most children probably haven't had too much experience with pork pactay.
1: Well, I think uh, I think what I'm hearing right now is the worst, and again, this is kind of for our new Snackables line, the mm-hmm. Winefeller Snackables line. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like the cracker is not a hit, Mark.
4: No. So, so, so yes or no, would you be willing to eat this at lunch at your school?
5: Um, no, not really. No, not really. All right.
4: Well, let's move on to the next Moving one. Moving on. Good. That's good. Right. I'm, I'm taking good notes here, Mark. Lots of scientific stuff. Yeah, I'm notes. writing it down. So the yep. next the next one, uh, our next drink, Okay. Yep. is uh, we're going to be drinking a new flavor, Flashin' Fruit Punch.
1: <laughs> wow, Flashin' Fruit Punch.
4: <laughs> yeah, so Flashin' Fruit Punch, uh, another, another special drink, uh, and uh, we're going to drink that, and then we're going to try that with food, uh, and so we'll just- uh, Another cracker here. Yeah, yeah. So we're 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 good, and uh okay. So tr- first, tr- try your flashing fruit punch. What is this? Try uh, that flash and fruit punch. Oh, that. Oh, I'm not uh, even oh, gonna drink that. N- it smells like
5: nasty. It? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So
4: so flash oh, 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 <laughs> so flash and fruit oh, punch oh, is not as popular oh, as orange or lava burst. Oh, oh, geez, how do they sell this? <laughs> oh. You know, I'm surprised. For flashing fruit punch, I would exp- I would think it'd be red, but it's actually this kind of cloudy white. But well, it's been flashed. The very color's awkward. been flashed away. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it's a, it's, so what? How does this taste to you? What does it taste like? Ugh. This flashing fruit punch, Will or Victor? Tastes nasty. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good to know. Okay. because like,
1: we don't want to put out a product. No, we do And then, we and then don't. Like, the thing is like it tastes nasty.
4: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so so uh, okay, let's try it with our food now. Try your food and uh, see how that goes, okay. and then and then drink a little bit more of your Turn flash this and on fruit a, punch. On a cracker.
1: Mm. Oh, jeez, Mark. Mm. Mm. What are you feeding us?
4: Right. So and then try a little bit more of the flash and fruit punch, or a lot if you need it. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. What do you guys think? Does that pair well the uh, flash and fruit punch oh, with geez, the food Mark. with the food you just ate?
5: Not really. No, n- no, not really. Are we really
1: over two, Mark? Yeah. You're getting a no from me as well. All right. Guys, uh, first off, Mark, we knew we were in for it when they could barely stand the smell of the flashing fruit punch. <laughs> yes. Well,
5: what is the?
4: Uh, how does the food taste to you then?
5: A little weird. Like I think I've had it before. I think it's tuna.
4: Close. Yes, that's a great Do guess. Do you have a guess, Will? I mean, uh, Victor.
5: Um, let me taste a
4: little bit. Yeah, good man, we got a. Yeah, this is pretty good. I think he's. He's Will's very uh, close to it. Salmon. He got it. So we wow. just so we just paired flash and fruit punch with skinless and boneless pink salmon out of a can, and so um, <laughs> so this is this is our second pairing, and uh, and so of the two pairings, which one's the best so far?
5: The first, the first. I'm All right. with you. That,
4: All right. that, that just go ahead
1: and, and go ahead and. Throw away all of our paperwork on the flash and fruit punch and burn it.
4: All right, so the, I will. So, the orange lava burst <laughs> with a pork liver pate. So, we, sh- we should move on to our third one. Let's do it. Our third one we're drinking is bopping strawberry. Oh, boy. <laughs> bopping strawberry. That's you can almost tell from, from the names in a wine glass. With, which yeah. one is yeah. going to be bad? <laughs> well, I don't like strawberry. No. Yeah, but when it's called bopping. <laughs> you ever been bopped on the head, Mark? Well, I think bopping is just the kind of strawberry Oh, is that using. a type of, of colloquial dance? It's the strain of strawberry. No. Yeah. Oh, Mark, what in the world okay. is this so on n- the cracker? So now... Well, they're already... Okay, at the fellers we have a we, rule. Yeah. No gag reflexes. Now, <laughs> what we're doing... Oh, boy. So first, try the bopping strawberry.
1: Oh, that's going to be the easy part with oh. this one.
4: Oh, mm, that's wonderful. And then I like that. And then and then that's t- horrible. And that's then try true. the uh, the food and see how it tastes to you, Mark. This
1: does not look like something children should. Is
5: this be necessary?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, uh, you don't have it. Well, you know, Mark. Mark kind of he runs the show here. I'm mean, good. <laughs> Woo! All right. <laughs> 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 oh!
2: Oh!
4: All right, well That's an interesting pair. Oh, All right. oh my gosh. All right. That, that's an acquired taste, Ugh. that one,
1: I have to admit. Wow, that <laughs> I know what that is. Right. I didn't so, tell. I, was, I was not ready for that.
5: I Woo. think I know what that is. All right, what is that? Yeah. What is it? Seaweed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> close.
4: <laughs> it's about as salty as sweet as seaweed. Victor, do you have a guess of what food you're eating?
5: Anchovies?
4: Yes, Damn. you are. So no, we just while paired- they're good on a pizza. Yes, we, we just paired bop and strawberry with anchovies and a cracker, salted anchovies. Uh, it mm. didn't come out. This pairing didn't come out like I expected. Joe. Well, Mark, Ew. it just is
1: completely overwhelming. It's like when you paired the Sasquatch meat stick with the wine. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just
4: way too it's much. A little much. So, so uh, I guess that's a no for uh, uh, bringing to lunch at school. Is that?
5: That's a no. Yeah. All right,
4: we well, got oh, a no over oh three. Give All me right. the final I one, Mark. Maybe, about, maybe I, we're batting one of three right now. I feel now. really good about our last one. It's so okay. our last drink that we're preparing is a torrential tropical punch oh yeah so torrential <laughs>
5: interesting torrential
4: torrential it
5: sounds interesting
4: mm-hmm. i like torrential That's what now to just me. from the name guys how, how do you think this is gonna do all right so this is uh sounds
5: tra- like tarantula yeah <laughs> all
4: right so this is uh we just put tropical punch and now we're gonna try our last food yep i'm just so, sliding my so every uh, <laughs> everyone tries some a little bit of tropical punch all right let's try it. that. And then we're going to try our food, which is... Uh, oh, that's an
1: interesting one. Yeah.
4: All right, we'll try mm. it with the, now. Eat the food.
1: Okay. Oh, this doesn't look too bad. Mm. There we go. So we, yeah. mm. There it mm. goes. You know, that's pretty standard fare right there. Mm-hmm, okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Wait,
1: yeah.
4: What do you guys think?
5: I think... So, good? Yeah, I together. think it's good.
2: All right. That's, so that's so more this like you bring
4: to school. This would be okay? Mm-hmm, yes, I All think right. so. Dude. We just have something we have a product that we can market. So so what do you think you're eating, by the way?
5: Um
1: on this last one here.
4: What do you think that is? It's on a cracker. It's like kind of is, a, what does it look kind like? Kind of a yellowish flesh color. Chicken.
5: It kind of looks like chicken it yes. does. A little, a little bit. bit.
4: So what you're eating is a very famous food and it's called spam. And spam oh. is just pork, yeah. shoulder, and ham on a cracker. Yeah, and really
1: when you compare it to the other things we were just <laughs> eating. It's quite tame. Wait a second, guys. You liked it before you knew what it was. But it's kind of yeah. like, it is kind of like ham. Mark, I think we've, we've, um, I think we've done what we've set out to do. I think so. You know, we're, we're going to move into the production phase. We're going
4: to wh- claim uh, victory on this one.
1: The, the Weinfellers uh, Snackables.
4: Now, if, do you guys ever trade food at school? Yes. Now, no, is this, what do you think, if you had like a cracker and some Spam on it, what could you get for it? What could you trade for that? Chips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If they don't
5: know, if chips. they don't know what it is. Now, now yeah. here's the thing:
1: your parents m- are listening on the radio right now, but they're not in the room. So, what do they send you to school with? We know the vegetables, but when you get to school, are you trading those veggies for chips? Or?
5: No,
1: I'm not. Oh. All right, well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
4: right
2: answer. <laughs> uh.
1: Yeah, I did the same thing when I was your age. I ate every carrot my parents sent me to school with. Well, it's hard to trade carrots for something, isn't it? Is. Yeah.
4: What do, what can you what can you trade carrots for? Um, silence. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can trade carrots for silence, and that and that's something that's uh the more you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's great, Mark. Uh, guys,
1: uh, uh, Will Victor, thank you so much. You for guys coming are here great. You promise, thank we'll you will be back on the show again for more food and uh, juice boxes. <laughs> and preparing. it'll be better next time. I promise. Yes. It'll be better. Okay. Just
5: not the anchovies. Yeah. <laughs> you got it.
1: <laughs> Thanks, guys. Okay.
5: Thank you. Thank you.
3: Your cake and toppings to the wine fellers love you. Oh, you know it's true. The wine fellers love you. I love you
2: Joe.
4: <laughs> the wine I love fellers you, love.
2: Bigger every day. If that's wine possible, love <laughs> we love
3: you so much. Oh, we know. You know it's true. Oh, we sure do. The wine fellas love you. <laughs> we love you.
4: Oh, did you know he's 6'3? We love that you're tall.
1: Always take our calls Paul
4: I'll always see him at Cinnabon You'll find him at the food court in the mall Paul His LDL is a little high You should check your cholesterol Paul I'm going through
1: Paul withdrawal Paul Paul withdraw, Paul. I'm slowly
2: withdrawing from Paul. Yes, Paul. <laughs> right. Paul, we
1: told you. That we would change the song up for you, and
0: we did. Well, I truly appreciate that, guys. Thank you so much. Okay. We're just glad you're here. We're just glad I'm happy yeah. to be here, we're guys. We're glad you're, you are here. Oh, my gosh.
4: We're so yeah, we're really so excited, because every time Paul comes, he has, like, the best food and uh, liquor pairing on the planet. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of his thing. It is.
1: And I like that about him. Well, I'll try my best. What? Just tell uh, our listeners, and uh, Mark and I, even though we have an idea of what's going on, tell everyone... What in the world we're doing?
0: Well, today we're going to do a little bit of, uh, it's interesting, I wanted to do, I'm a German sausage fan. I love Mm -hmm. it. I love liverwurst. I love bratwurst. You know, I love metwurst. I love all these different uh, German sausages. So um, I wanted to bring that to the table, as well as a nice pairing of some flavored brandies. Oh wow! I hadn't thought about awesome. that. Thought that would be a lot of fun for us. Oh wow! This is
4: great. Brandies
0: yeah. and brats, and Braunschweiger. Braunschweiger. which Braunschweiger is such an interesting uh, term because uh, it means something different everywhere you go. If you're in Germany, it means something uh, different than if you're in Austria, or if the, it means something different if you're in uh, the states.
1: Well, now, now most most times I hear like German brats, I think like the the Bierstein. Sure.
0: So I'm interested to hear why you went with brandy. Well, this is why, because I thought when it comes to spiritus liquor, what pairs better with, uh, uh, I wanted to pair it with sausages. So I thought, I'm thought i thinking salt, I'm thinking garlic, I'm mm. thinking fat. That's what sausages are. That's what yeah. liverwurst and metwurst yeah. and bratwurst are. Sure. So to bring to the table brandy, would be uh, uh, something, well f- first of all, first and foremost, I'm doing a flavored brandy. So that's ah, going to yeah, be okay. a little nice. bit of a different angle, good. but um, you know, it's made from grapes traditionally or some type of fruit. We are getting close to wine here. The closest we've been to wine thus far on the Wine Fellers with my segment anyways, guys. Oh, very good. I think yeah. so. so.
4: So for those of us who don't know, what is brandy and how is it different from other liquor?
0: Brandy's made from basically uh, grapes traditionally. Um, it was uh, a long, long time ago. Uh, they made uh, brandy because they were trying to ship wine, trying to export wine because it was a, a, a trade good. And they couldn't, they didn't have enough cargo space on these ships. So they would then distill it once reduced the quantity, and then, uh, you know, it was basically in order to add water later to the product. Really? And now we just drink it straight? Well, yeah, because people notice that, like, <laughs> it's interesting. This is good. It's really <laughs> good. Yeah, right? right. Through the distillation process, um, it, it, it ends up leaving behind a lot of non-volatile substances like sugar and pigments and salt. So it really changed the whole flavor profile of the wine. Um, but Delicious. people really appreciated it, so then brandy was kind of born, and then... Um, what a happy accident right there. Oh, oh, totally. totally.
4: So, so within brandy, so we have a so cognac is, I guess, a region
0: in France that produces brandy. Is that correct? That's yeah. right. So brandy is basically broken down into a few different regions, uh, or a few different categories. Cognac, Armagnac, um, American brandy, and then a fruit brandy. Because so, you can make brandy from peaches, yeah. from apples, from, you know. Not just grapes.
1: This reminds me of, and I don't mean to take away from the brandy idea and the the seriousness of this segment yeah it it reminds me (laughs) when paul's sitting there telling me you can make this out of peaches you know grapes high
0: c bread anything you got (laughs) throw it into the toilet in your prison this is not prison wine joe (laughs) this is this is not gummy fruits and (laughs) some type of like fermented bread piece moldy bread piece in a sock we're not doing that here
4: well, it's interesting because one of my favorite, uh, one of my wife's favorite uh, liquors is pisco, and that's uh, that's brandy. It's just a brandy that's made in uh, South uh, South America,
0: Peru or Chile, right? Yeah. One of those two places, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's funny because the it's funny you say that, Mark, because in Peru they think that the Chilean pisco is complete crap, <laughs> and in right. Chile they think the per- Peruvian <laughs> pisco is complete crap. So, you know, it just changes region to region and country to country. But. Sure, sure. You got i'm looking at the brandy here correct
1: you, you got two and you're just starting starting on this about the fruit flavored right and i when i interrupted you right about because my mind is always on prison wine right so you're talking <laughs> about peaches i see that one here right but but what's the other flavor well, we well
0: well this is a little bit different joe because uh traditionally you can make brandy uh with any type of fruit however With these flavored brandies that are available at, like, your local ABC store these days, what you're looking at is a grape brandy that has had an added liqueur. Okay, so we're going to have a peach uh, brandy today. We're going to have an apple, a green apple or Granny Smith apple brandy today. But both of those are made from grapes originally, and then they've had an an added, you know, liqueur uh, it wasn't made from apples or made from peaches. No, it was not. I see.
1: Now, are more uh,
0: expensive brands or or different brands made from peaches and apples? You you'll have some boutique brands from Europe that are actually made with different types. You know, even here in the south, you'll have, you know, local like yeah. family recipes yeah. that are made with peaches or apples cool. or, you know, muscadine grapes or whatever it's different, you know, local regional grapes. Absolutely. Now,
1: you were telling us just a moment ago Why, I understand how the flavors came to be here, Mm -hmm. but why would you choose a flavored brandy, a a fruit flavored brandy, when you're pairing with these Mm -hmm. brats and these other things that you've brought? That's a good
0: good question. Well, because I I, I was trying to figure out, you know, a spiritist liquor to pair with, you know, when I start to think about these segments, I start, you know, I basically start with like, what kind of food do I want to cook? what kind of flavors do I want to bring to the table and I'm bringing you know a sausage was one of my favorites sausage and mustard I just love you know as a a pairing together so based on that I thought well what you know kind of liquor could I come up with all right and I guess it also had to start with a B well you know (laughs) I think that just worked out Joe Nice. It did. It just was. as happenstance. That's Joe. really cool. So, uh, <laughs> so, but but throughout that process, I really just felt, uh, you know, a flavored brandy. Any brandy, a plain brandy or cognac, would totally work as a pairing with these foods that we're going to eat today. Oh. However, I just thought that wouldn't it enhance the flavors? Wouldn't it enhance the experience to have like an apple liqueur blended with that brandy, or a peach liqueur <laughs> blended with that brandy, and the fatty, garlicky, salty deliciousness of the brunchwager or bratwurst.
4: Well, holy cow, I can't wait. So, uh, what's our what's our first pairing?
0: Well, let's start with the peach because the apple is very pungent and strong in flavor. Okay. So, everybody just open up their peach bottle. Got it. Hey,
1: and while we're doing this, don't I've had some brats where there is actually like apple in it.
0: Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> they put apple, they put uh, So it's a
1: good flavor to have with a brat.
0: That's what I was thinking when I thought about the segment for sure. So, let's take uh Everybody's got a little fork here.
1: That's, um, that's pretty, oh, yeah. that's
0: very tasty. Wow. This looks, this looks great. And just take of, a little, uh, I've sectioned out some, cut some bratwurst to slice I love Mark's just
1: like spooning by the spoonfuls. <laughs>
0: that's right.
1: The sausage onto well, his plate. Well, you know,
0: I, I'm, I'm well aware of, uh,
4: of uh, Chef Paul's prowess in the kitchen, so I'm going to... Uh,
0: How did you prepare uh, the, the brats that we're eating right now, Paul? Well, I cooked them in butter and onions, um, which is a traditional... A way of doing things. Wow. And then um, you roast them in the oven. Now this is a Chardonnay based Dijon mustard. I'm passing to Mark right now. Okay. You put this on my plate. Shake it down hard, Mark. Yeah. All right. Easy. You easy. really. You know, yeah.
1: Mark's figuring
0: it all out again. Yeah. <laughs> you, just yeah. need a, you just need a bit. All right. Here you um, go, Joe. That. All right. And Joe, you, please, you. if you don't mind. Wonderful little Dijon wow, this mustard. Wow, like, it here. smells
4: wonderful. It really does.
0: And we're going to just pair the bratwurst with the peach brandy.
4: So tell us more about the brat the bratwurst before we take a bite. So this is a well, he, for, he, he, you,
1: you, absolutely you grilled so, it, but but you've done something interesting with this one.
0: Well, the butter and the onions, you kind of boil it in that, and then you roast it in the oven. But let's 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 you know go back and trace back to where bratwurst first started. Brat means like, like a finely in German means finely chopped meat. Okay, and then worst means sausage. Hmm. So you combine those two together and then you've got this, uh, this really finely chopped meat sausage with all these flavorings and seasonings. Mm. Um, but in current day, modern day Germany, um, bratwurst is most associated with the verb braten, which means to roast or pan, grill.
1: Wow. Oh, really? So anything,
0: can, any sausage can kind of be a bratwurst, if you will. Okay. Um, <laughs> and bratwurst is traditionally made from veal, pork, or beef. Um, and in almost every region in Germany, it's served with mustard. So we're gonna try it with mustard and then have a little brandy. Let's let's, well, let's do it. Let's do it. This looks try, so good. The I'm gonna dip this.
4: Mm.
1: Get some good mustard on there.
4: Wow, <laughs> really good.
1: Now while that,
0: <laughs> my, mm. now while that's on your palate, mm. take some sips the of brandy. that peach brandy.
1: Mm. Already, I can tell it's gonna wow. cut through that mustard. It really goes nice.
4: well. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. Joe. I feel like I need my smoking jacket, my ascot, and my <laughs> and my cigar and uh, and I just I just I just when I have that brandy in the uh, and the sausage I, it just takes me back.
0: Absolutely. This is so incredibly good, Paul. The peach mixed with the garlic, mixed with the fat. Yeah, that's wonderful. Mixed with the roasted caramelized mm. sugars. Mm. It's just wonderful together. I
1: have been oh fortunate boy. enough to have Paul prepare some mm. personal meals for me and my mm. family. And something about Paul is—I'm amazed at how well he cooks these brats. Because I've—I've had something similar before, and it is always so incredibly moist. These brats. Yes. Whereas you know if I if I go to a friend's house or a family member's house and they put some brats on the grill, yeah, they usually dried out. They're just completely dry and devoid of any type of moisture this has a lot of flavor it's just yeah (laughs) and these are
0: like dripping with goodness and the the brandy just brings it out bratwurst should be just like eggs you guys make scrambled eggs at the house right i've been known you know you you need to make bratwurst like you make eggs you need to slow cook them you need to sear them yeah they need to you know and, and you know you need to kind of sear those flavors and those juices in but you don't need to cook it you know at a high temperature burn the outside and yeah, Which is right, exactly what a charcoal grill will do. You got to kind of slow cook it or medium high cook it, you know. Right. Wow, that that's that's this is delicious, really, Paul. This is really awesome. Really
1: oh, you, when you come on, it makes for a great radio, but terrible radio because I just want to eat the entire time.
4: Yes, I, I mean this is really truly made, and I think you know uh, there's that story. I guess uh, when the Titanic went down and they were all just. You know they decided they were going to go down on the Titanic. They just decided they're going to sit there and drink <laughs> brandy, <laughs> right? And or uh, well, maybe that was just in the movie version. But anyways, it, just, it was all true. But mm. it almost makes me willing to do that. Yeah. Almost. Yeah, it's really good. Hey, we
1: on our show every S. Paul episode or Chef Paul episode should be. Um, we should put the theme track uh, uh, from the Titanic the soundtrack. Yeah, uh, we should put it on afterwards, and as we do the show, it slowly. The ship slowly sinks, so that by the end of the episode, you hear all the screaming voices silenced.
4: Yeah, I think that's a very positive way to go out on the show.
1: Would that be bad, Mark? No. The phone is <laughs> ringing again. Yeah, don't answer it. The, the phone line yeah, is there's ringing. There's like red lights all behind yeah. you, Joe. I don't okay, know these right. brats are great, Paul.
0: Right. So what's what are but you've
1: but as we've been talking here, you've laid out something intriguing before me well we have
0: here? this is this is a whole new uh some something that we i guess in the south we all kind of grew up with there was always like some grandmother or grandfather cooking like you know a liver pudding okay you can you get a liver pudding and you kind of slice it and you, you fry it in a pan and you serve it with eggs and grits and toast and i can do that yeah that's a very southern traditional southern style breakfast you know yeah yep, um, yep. So this is kind of a play or take on that. This is going to be Braunschweiger. Ooh. And Braunschweiger uh, its the name of several types of sausage in different regions of Germany. Um, in Germany Braunschweiger literally means person or thing from Braunschweig. Which I thought was very interesting. Like, it could be a dog. It could be your, your favorite cat on a the corner. Person or thing. It could be your local bakery guy you so, know, or so fishmonger. Wh- which one is this one? Well, this one is an American version. And so, in, in, in the. So it's st- not, it's like an American Schwager. Well, no, it's still called Braunschweiger. It's uh, not, it's not um, made out of American. No, oh, no, it's no, not oh, made oh, well, out that's of American. That's the name of the town. Braunschweig, so if, right.
1: If it was made in Chicago, this would be called like
0: Chicago. No it sure. would, no no Joe no um, so in, so in Austria in, in Austria if you say Braunschweiger it means Metwurst which is kind of like a if you look at the pictures of Metwurst, it's kind of like an andouille sausage almost it's got large okay. chunks of fat um, you can tell there's tons of spices and stuff in it right. um, nothing like what we have in front of us
4: well this is this is beautiful by the way. I mean, it's just—it's like the,
0: the circular slab. It looks like bologna. Well, the presentation,
1: but, but ultimately more tasty. It small, like. small bologna. Yes. Right, right. So a little thicker and and not quite so big. Right. Around.
0: So, so, so we're gonna we're gonna break out the uh, E and J brandy. Yes, got it. Different that flavor has it looks like apple liqueur added to it. Mm, this is right. a Granny Smith apple liqueur, so it's gonna have a little bit of a. Uh, you know, not sour, but a little more acidic than like a golden apple would be or Washington apple would be. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're going to try this on some dark Pumpernickel style bread. All right. With the Braunschweiger. With the Braunschweiger. A little uh, slab of mustard. Yep. And some pickled red onions that I made. Oh,
4: and and, and, and uh, I wish you could see, uh, for those listening, it's just a beautiful presentation. You have these bright red onions and you have the mustard and the dark bread, and it looks just wonderful. It's a beautiful, beautiful sight. Thank you so much for, yeah. for doing this. Yeah,
1: and Mark, as you eat into that, Paul's going to hold his up to me because I just want to take one moment. Because we've got right, right. so many folks following us on Instagram right. today, Paul, hold that up towards the camera here.
0: Here, I will tell you what. Let me. Um... Oh, you're gonna. Oh, I see what you're doing there.
1: The, because, and and so what I wanted, I just wanted to take a moment. Yeah, yeah, and, and a touch on, right. on these folks that we've got. Um, but but should I do that, Joe? Us?
4: Because I, didn't I mention to you that I just took an Instagram class? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could, you could
1: probably do that. And see, that's just a brilliant little. Uh, shot there we're gonna share that with every one of our Instagram followers Excellent. and so you know go online you can access the shows anytime and we title them so that you know we got s we got chef Paul on this one we got a kids corner on that one um and and that's what all i have to say about that let us get back to Mm. the bronze
0: well uh, mark is already because i love mark so much he just just, couldn't help himself he just dug into it he's Um, rolling his eyes no i love
4: it He's was just sitting there in front of me but it's kind of rolling
0: back in his head like a shark you know he's really enjoying the the bite i'm I'm digging in paul yeah you guys enjoy so so this is going to be like a a sweet a little bit onion hey. a little bit you know, it's gonna have wow. that wonderful bite from the Dijon mustard, which has just got one hundred percent Chardonnay in it, by the way, for all the Winefiller Chardonnay fans. Oh, very good. Um, Paul, could Ooh. you pack my lunches?
4: Sure, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we I can help to, with the kids <laughs> corner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we need to get him on the Winery fifty one project. There you go. <laughs> so I hate to talk with my mouthful, but while we're tasting Tell the us. Braunschweiger onions, pickled, pickled onions and mustard. Let's take a sip of this wonderful apple brandy. Ooh, I like it. It was so good. I forgot about the brandy. I think Paul. I like this
4: one better. The brandy.
0: All right, let's try this. Here. But the
4: pairing is just dead on, man. Mm. That's really good.
0: Thank you, Mark. Mm.
1: Ooh. Oh, Paul, you've outdone yourself. Well, thank you, sir. Yeah, I appreciate really that. Nice.
0: Mm. You know, wow. I would have never thought
1: that this could be so good.
0: Well, you know, this is the thing, guys. When I, when we're talking about pairing liquor mm-hmm. with the food, it's a challenge. Uh, But I just have so much fun doing it. Why is that a challenge, Paul? Well, because, you know, traditionally, uh, something that's a little lighter, not so heavily laden with alcohol, is a little bit easier to pair with food, such as beer or wine. It's so so overpowering. Liquor is really strong, Mm. not only in flavor, but also, you know, the potency as far as the alcohol is concerned. So, how can you enjoy a meal uh, where you pair food with one with, by the third course? You're drunk. You can't do that. But you know? it seems
1: like when we're talking about flavors, right? Mm-hmm. It seems like uh, one of the common th- uh, ingredients here that struck me as something that's great to drink or eat with uh, liquor, uh-huh. uh, like this apple brandy, is, the, is the, the mustard. Yes. Because it seems like Brings the two up. really complement each other. Almost like the mustard kind of cancels out some of the of the strongness. Sure,
0: sure. Am I crazy? No, you're not crazy. It's a strong mustard. What you're what you're thinking about? What you're thinking about in your head is think about like Mexican street food. Okay. Think about uh, you know uh, Asian street food. They have a wonderful combination mm. and culmination of like sweet, spicy, mm. salty, umami, right. all these wonderful flavors coming together. And so when you've got a sweet brandy a really fatty uh, uh, meat, like the Braunschweiger or the Bratwurst. Yes, right. Then this really highly acidic, but also very umami-style Dijon mustard. You start to pair all these different flavors together, and all the all of a sudden it's an explosion in your mouth. And well, that's what we're tasting.
4: Well, if someone wanted to recreate this at home, I mean, where does one get a uh, Braunschweiger? I don't really see it being
0: sold anywhere. I mean, how could someone uh, do what they were doing today on the show? Well, it's interesting that you say that, Mark, because just today I bought this Braunschweiger at our local Hillsboro food line.
2: What? What
0: yeah. And they've in got the deli. Two d- no. In the uh, you know, the prepared sliced meats the turkey bologna section, right? But they have <laughs> the turkey two turkey, different but, 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 types of braunschweiger available.
4: Wow. So this is, so go to your local food line and, and I never thought and, we'd be blogging out Well if you're in, in Hillsborough Hillsboro, you, right. you
0: could recreate this tonight. Yes, you can. And the pickled onions is easy, guys. It's red onion it's a little bit of apple cider vinegar it's a little pinch of sugar and a little pinch of salt
4: and that's it and how did you prepare the bread
0: the oh. bread is this uh this also from foodline this wonderful steakhouse uh, brown uh, uh, honey and brown butter bread. Yeah, it's like what you'd get at a steakhouse. It's like just, you know, and and you could use anything, pumpernickel, rye, yeah. whatever you like, whatever your preference is.
4: Well, I think it just goes perfect. And also the textures of it goes really well, too. The, the, mm-hmm. the, the toast, how it's sti- uh, the crunchiness and the, and, the, and the more softness of the uh, Braunschweiger. It
1: reminds me of uh, a, a German dish uh, and also from Holland that uh, Anna, my wife, grew up with. <clears throat> and it is basically toasted pumpernickel uh-huh. with raw ground beef oh, spread nice. on it and diced onions. And so when we're talking like about it. you know you're you're pairing bratwurst with this, a German food, mm-hmm. right? And I'm thinking, you know, maybe that it will to me it's quite similar. Sure. To this um,
0: uh, Braunschweiger Sure. That you put on this dark toast. Right. You, you want that. I can totally see that. Yeah. And, you know, you're kind of describing a tartare. Um, yes. Interestingly enough, you know, kind of coming back to the brandy uh, originally, you said Holland, you know, um, brandy was exported uh, from France to Holland. Uh, in this dis- distilled form, they've got good yeah. taste. Yeah, well, you know, they they wanted good wine from good grapes from a good region, and that's where they got it from is from France. Uh, the,
4: I, the cool I, thing is, you don't have to buy this really expensive cuvassier or you know brand other kind of brandy that's gonna uh, break the bank. I mean, this this brandy is probably not you know it's gonna set you back maybe you know f- we've got a, a couple know. yeah we've got a couple airplane bottles here, you know, fifty now. milliliter bottles. And,
1: yep, and, right. And what does one of these run? One dollar U.S. Oh man! So here's here's what I'm thinking, right? You this this you can what, recreate this whole well, thing tonight. I know what we just had right here is is almost like a perfect little dinner to have at home. It is right. Invite a couple friends over. Get them a couple of these bottles. It's two bucks. Or per why person. not
0: buy the big bottle? You could. You it's ten dollars for seven fifty.
1: Yeah, but I also like the seven hundred
0: fifty milliliters. I'm sorry.
1: Of having different uh, fruit flavors, the uh-huh. peach and the apple. Yeah, you get some big ones, whatever. But you. You have that. You've got the, these bratwursts mm-hmm. that you prepared, this uh, braunschwager right. on the toast. And how much is that pre-packaged braunschwager in Food Lion?
0: Uh, well, for about 10 pieces, and they're already pre-sliced. Yep. Uh, it's, it's about 4 bucks.
1: See, this is easy, simple stuff people
4: can, can do right now. That's right. In the county. Right. And, and pressure spouse and pressure mother-in-law this is something that you you can make
0: yeah and it's and it's absolutely delicious it really is think about sweet and savory and wonderful garlickiness.
4: this has been an an incredible uh show and uh we're i mean well 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 well, first off mark uh (laughs) it's the best show ever (laughs) you're right actually I, I always say that and you always tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, well you you start the show yeah. with this will be the best
1: show ever well, and then a- but I'll tell you this. YouTube you two know quit you, arguing. Do you know, well yeah, but do you know how you end every show?
4: How? This was okay. No, no, no. No, 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 <laughs> Joe. This Was the best show ever.
1: That's what I want. I need the fanfare not only at the beginning but at the end. Like you just saw a parade.
4: Well, I know, but at the end, everyone we already (laughs) we're all tired. But we've already suckered everyone into listening to the show. Oh, (laughs) it's like you know, you've
1: wasted another hour, sort of thing. Your life, right?
4: No, no, no. You've gained an hour. You've gained it. You somehow you <laughs> that should be. You've gained an hour by listening to the show because look, you know now now you know what you're going to make for dinner tonight. So that that hour thinking about that's gone. Oh. So yeah, so you're, you've gained an hour,
0: right?
1: <laughs> Paul, would you be so kind as to come on here again and gain everyone in our listening audience an hour oh i would love to
0: guys
4: chef paul this has been a wonderful treat we'd love to have you every time come
0: on again come on thanks guys i really appreciate it awesome
1: you've been listening to another exciting episode of the wine fellers north carolina's only fine wine radio program and i've had such a great time today mark me too joe but the good news is, is that the fun can continue online. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Visit us online at thewinefellers.com where you can learn more about today's program and listen to previous shows. See you next week.
3: Songs and melodies change and change and sway, but they still stay the same. The songs that we sung when the day. Come other songs that we sang when we chased them away If I ever found a pot of gold I'd buy bottles untold of the nectar of the vines Cause I'm gonna die with a twinkle in my eye Cause I sang songs, spun stories, loved, laughed and drank wine Tomorrow is a Sama